Welcome back to Marianne and Jace to the Diary Room. I am Jace. I'm Marianne. Last episode, we, well not last episode, but the episode before, we left you on a little bit of a cliffhanger. We didn't get to the eviction. Yeah, which is a real shame. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say it's a particularly good eviction, but I, I've actually, I've taken like four pages of notes, so. Well, I've only got two pages of notes, so you might have a little bit more information there than, than I did. Um... I want to start by saying Gretel looks hot tonight. That's not included in my notes, so... It's the first thing on my notes is Gretel, <laughs> tight skirt and high boots. <laughs> yeah. She does look good in a skirt, like kneeling skirt, high boot situation. Yeah, she does. She does. It's apparently Mother's Day when they're recording this eviction. Mm-hmm. Yep. They cross to the house and Gretel's like, it's Mother's Day. I heard you prepared something. And they literally all just go, happy Mother's Day. And then <laughs> Gretel's like, um. <laughs> Gretel's like, we allowed like five minutes for this. <laughs> That's all you guys have come up with. Oh. Uh, Did you know Shana was a flight attendant? I didn't, um, and that's actually where I was about to go to. I was about to say, can we talk about the people in the crowd? Because, yeah, mm-hmm. so there's people um, in the crowd that are all wearing flight attendant hats, which are apparently in mm-hmm. support of Shana. And immediately I was like, that has to be like a producer plant mm-hmm. that they had. Because um, who was even out for eviction? Christina and Peter... And then Shana, you have to have someone in the crowd, like, <laughs> cheering for Shana. So they're just given... Well, I have a little bit of inside information about how Australian reality TV works. Okay. Not Big Brother, but I was... Uh, I did sign an NDA, but I won't tell you what the reality show was. So I think I'm not really breaching it if I... <laughs> I will if you DM me. No, I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marianne will tell you what the show is if, <laughs> if you DM her. <laughs> Um, For the right price. (laughs) I attended a taping of a reality TV show a year or so ago. It was uh, right bang in the middle of when COVID was at peak, uh, peak concern, I would say. And a lot of productions were coming over to Queensland in particular to be filmed because we had not much COVID at the time because we had really strict um, fucking uh, things surrounding Like closures. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So this particular show came over here to film and because it was in the middle of COVID and people couldn't come over across the border and stuff, there were a lot of contestants on this particular, uh, what would you say, game show? Yeah. I would say game yeah, show like instead a, of reality show. Yeah, game show. Yeah, like a reality game show. And as the borders were very, very tight, a lot of these contestants couldn't have friends and family come over mm-hmm. and watch them and support them. So what they did was they plucked people from the audience to come up and pretend to be friends and family. So myself and my family were chosen to go up and pretend to be the friends and family of one guy who was competing. 
and we had to wear wigs and hold signs that that the producers had made themselves and shake them and yell in support and stand up on the podium as this guy's family members. And we had never met this guy in our lives. So, yes, I think it's very likely that the producers just picked a bunch of people and were like, you guys are going to be supporters of Shana. You'll get on camera, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so those the flight attendant hats. And then there's a guy who appears to be wearing a pregnancy suit. Oh, my God. With the <sighs> bikini, which would be, I'm Sarah Marie. Mm-hmm. I was... I... Oh, God, I... <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I'm so angry. I know Jace is going to be so angry. I was furious. Like, it... <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this guy. And then I think he has, like, he's got, like, a wig on. It's just, it's horrible on all levels. It's really bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the, and again, after, after they interview him, they're like, don't forget, best costume wins a prize at the end of the series. That guy better not fucking win. <laughs> If that guy wins, um, I'm going to go back in time and <laughs> just just be real unpleasant. Where do you reckon that guy is now? Because I reckon he's probably, like, divorced. Yeah, I was going to say, like, real divorced, no contact with his kids. No. And then every year on Father's Day, his ex posts, Happy Father's Day to all the mothers out there who are playing both roles. Yeah, and he does a little sympathy post, like... You know, women are evil. They took my kids from me. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like that energy. Yeah, it fully had that energy. It was really... Through no fault of my own, I have no contact with my children. I just don't know what I've done wrong. It's my wife who's poisoning them against me. Yeah. Gretel asks, who is here to vote Pete out? There's silence. And then she says, who's here to vote Christina out? There's maybe 30 people doing a week little clapping and then she says who here wants shana out and there is an absolute uproar yeah the crowd goes nuts for (laughs) anti-shana they have like all their friends and family um yeah in like a little side like area on the side of the stage and like a juror's booth almost yeah it does look like that actually and gretel just like wanders over uh stand next to her and ask them questions. And she asks Peter's friends if there's anything that they'd like to say to Peter. Mm-hmm. And then the friends take the opportunity to just absolutely body shame him. They're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he should work out more because he looks a bit fat. Like, well, that's... It's a good vibe so far yeah. on the sh- on the tonight's episode. She talks to Shana's older sister as well. And Shana's older sister looks exactly like Shana, but eight to ten years younger yeah they do look really similar very very similar. but shana looks like she i don't know i won't mm. comment on that i won't comment on that let's just say i think kind of being horrible might age you a little bit i agree well then it could also just be like you know when you have no opinion of someone you look at them you're like yeah okay they're attractive or they're not attractive or it's just like just kind mm. of nothing but then when you get to know someone and you mm-hmm. don't like aspects of their personality and you're like that person is ugly everything about them starts to become yeah <laughs> well let's see i'm a massive bitch and i look kind of young so i mean there's not really any truth to what i just said i just said it because i don't like shana <laughs> Rude. After all, we've just said about body shaming, and then you come in yeah. with a comment like that. I know. Cancel me. 
Gretel crosses to the house to talk to the housemates. She's talking to them about how they're feeling. She talks to the nominated housemates about how they're feeling about tonight. She gets absolutely nothing from Shana. <laughs> and Pete and Christina obviously are charming. I will say I noticed that Shana's wearing her good outfit, aka her Carrie Ann Cannelly outfit. <laughs> the, the outfit that she went into the house wearing. Yep. And then Pete is just wearing a tank top. I guess, like, to yeah. best show off his black flag tattoo. <laughs> you got to show off those those four blobby rectangles at any opportunity. And also, I noticed then, I think they're all drinking lemon ruskies. <laughs> oh, my God. That was my mum's uh, favourite drink when I was younger. Yeah, that was the only time we had them was, like, if my mum and her friends had had them and then left them in the fridge in the garage mm-hmm. and we were, like, pilfering them. I went to a school camp, maybe, like, grade five, and one of the girls had stolen one lemon rusky from her mum and brought it and everyone in the cabin was having capfuls and I wouldn't. And then I later, I later went and dubbed on everyone and told the teacher that oh everyone my in my cabin was drinking alcohol. <laughs> Oh, that is so... Grade five is so young to be sneaking one. Mm -hmm. You did the right thing. You did the right thing, Jace. Thank you so much. Oh, it's like one sip of what's it going to do. But also, (laughs) when you're in grade five, that's not really how you're viewing alcohol. You're like, oh, they're drunk. I like to think I saved five girls from a life of alcoholism. I couldn't save myself, but (laughs) at least I tried to save them. (laughs) Then they go, they try and they go out for a night of binge drinking and they're like, wait, remember grade five camp? We shouldn't do this. Well, I will say like the reason that I have never done drugs, I've never touched them is because when I was in grade five, I read the Sweet Valley High book where (gasps) Regina does one line of coke and immediately dies immediately. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's it for me. Oh, thank you so much, Francis. Francis? Uh, I think it's Francine Pascal. Francine, that's the one. Francine Pascal. Thank you so much. You truly saved me. <laughs> it's like that meme where it's like, you saved my life. I'm literally a children's <laughs> author. <laughs> She's not even, she doesn't even write the book. She just um, mm-hmm. created, created the, the series. All of them are ghostwritten. Yeah. But still, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they start showing clips of uh, what happened during that day. Mm-hmm. Christina wants to talk about what happens if either she or Peter leave. And Peter does not want to talk about that at all. Yeah, this is where Peter starts to... My feelings on Peter start to turn. Sarah Marie is telling Peter that he should be more sympathetic. Uh, and Peter's just... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Shana starts up on her bullshit again, saying that either she or Christina's going to go because girls won't vote out Pete. Yeah. Clearly she still thinks that he's charming the birds off the trees. Yeah, that is not what Australia is seeing. Um, Mm -mm. I did have a look at the forums from 2001, and um, yeah, the sentiment really wasn't in Pete's favour. Yeah, I think he did not do himself any favours with uh, hooking up with Christina so early. And it wasn't just, like, hooking up. It's, like, it's so intimate to share a bed with someone. Yeah. If they just, like, had drunkenly made out or whatever, like, that's a totally different story. But, like, to, like, soberly be hopping in and out of your bed 
just to like snuggle in there. Like that is more intimate than just you know. And the thing is, like, he seemed to initiate it and he seems to be the one stoking the fire and Christina's going along with it. And, of course, she's going to catch feelings if he's there. Yeah. Really, really going for it. Yeah. And then everyone in the house is like, oh, my God, Christina's so clingy. and Because behind, it's, her, it's all back, behind her back, he is so rude. Like, oh, fuck. We'll, we, we've got to talk about that later. But, yeah, he's a real wanker. Yeah, up until this, like, up until this point, um, without the stuff that happens in the next week's episodes every time mm-hmm. like shana or someone else has gone to him and been like oh you and christina blah 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 he has been acting like christina is the one that's like all over him all the time like yeah. and that he's just just chill cool guy and he's not because there's a point where she comes up to him and he's like i'm trying to read and she's like all right i'll go and he's like nah don't go stay just be quiet and she's like no i'll go and he's like no nah, no nah, don't go stay yeah, she's like, like well i'm not gonna her? sit here like and just be silent so that you can like cuddle yeah. me while you're reading your book and I got like what she gets to just like stare into space <laughs> and it's not like he's uh Ben he's not reading it out to her no could you could you work out what he was reading in that scene because I was trying I to work tried. it out but it was way too blurry yeah I tried as well I think it was probably just like a paperback from that era I don't think it was mm. like a, a bestseller from what I could <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also I was thinking Gordon, it was right for once, um, when he was saying that the other women are jealous of the perceived triangle between Blair, Christina and, uh, Peter. Mm-hmm. Not that there's an actual, yeah. tri- but they're just like, yeah, the perceived triangle that everyone's mm-hmm. sort of making up in their heads. Yeah. Which I think is true because Christina hasn't been like... In all over Blair and all over Peter. It's just no. any interactions that she has with Blair, I think, is just blown out of proportion because they're all like, oh, she's playing them off each other. Yeah, it's like Christina looks at another guy for too long and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, yeah. here she goes And there's again. been like literally like zero footage of that in the show. And I feel like if there mm-hmm. was any footage where Christina was flirting with Blair, that it would be in the daily show because it would be too juicy like yeah and not to mention people were attached to that live feed 24 7 if there any if there was anything going on between christina and blair people would have been talking about that on the forums yeah definitely we cross back to the live segment of the show and gretel goes over and talks to christina's parents her mother says that she forgot to watch uncut and her dad said that he watched it but turned it off oh why would you even i mean i suppose you would never suspect that your daughter would be involved in like a handjob situation yeah. so early yeah and they're really but even old so and- the i was thinking as soon as i saw them on the couch they reminded me so much of my grandparents mm-hmm well i will say christina does give off old parent energy you know those girls in high school who had parents that were older than everyone else's parents, they all have that same energy. And I can't explain what the energy is, but Christina has it. Yeah. I think it's, uh, there's like a bit in 30 Rock where Tina Fey's like, oh, I, my parents were old. I had old parents. I loved it because you could get away with so much stuff. And then she's like <laughs> taking their alcohol to use for her rock collection or something like that. That's the joke. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it is that like, when they when my friend had my best friend had older parents and like they were just we didn't have any rules you just wow 
Gretel crosses back to the house to read out who is being evicted. And again... Wait, sorry, just uh, beforehand. Oh, oh yeah, that's because right. You've I got have so many more notes. So many me. more notes. Um, first of all, there's a point where just before uh, we go to an ad break, before she evicts someone, um, mm-hmm. and Gretel tells the audience to hug the person next to them. Like, everyone needs a hug. Hug the person next to them. And then this random man jumps on stage. He tries to hug Gretel, but Gretel's already turned away and doesn't even notice that he's there. So he has to tap her awkwardly on the shoulder. And then she, like, turns around and he hugs her. It was so uncomfortable because, like, he jumps up like, oh, this will be, like, a great funny moment. But she doesn't even see him. I feel like that's such a perfect example of Gretel's energy and her her hold over the nation is that guys will jump on stage to hug her and she just doesn't even notice they're there. The other thing I noticed is that um, Gretel's like talking on the stage and I noticed for some reason Christina's, uh, the family is all behind her, but Christina's father is like leaning out so that he's in the shot. Like he's leaning way out of his seat. So he's Mm. in the shot behind Gretel. Which I thought was funny because, like, he didn't seem like someone that was like, I want to be on camera. It's just, like, this old man, like, leaning <laughs> way out. Oh, dear. I th- the editors, like, really did Shana a bit dirty this week because um, it turns out she did actually go and apologise to everyone. Mm. But they didn't show any of the footage until the eviction episode where it was, like, way too late for that to have counted. Yeah. Voting had closed by yeah. the time they actually showed her uh, being uh, holding herself accountable. Okay, so now we can do the eviction. I'm up to the eviction okay. now. Gretel crosses back to the house, and again, there is absolutely no suspense before they call out who is evicted. And I think uh, it will come as no surprise to anyone <laughs> that, Shana, it's time to go. Yeah, Shana, it was a bit devastating to see the um, the voting percentages because Shana oh, was yeah. 76%. Mm-hmm. And then Christina was 14 and Peter was 10. Yeah. Like, that is that's... so... Like, don't show me that. I would lose... I would... I. <laughs> Especially because she's built up in her head that her and Christina are, com- are even. Like, it's between mm-hmm. them. And then just to see that... I would just, your whole Mm -hmm. perception of yourself would be shattered. Like, how do you come back from that? That's why I worry so much about going on reality TV is because you don't know how people are going to perceive you. Yeah. And then a show like Big Brother shows you exactly how people perceive you. You don't get a choice. It's not like you can go on and then avoid it and just never watch it and never find out the percentage of people that wanted you off their TV. Yeah, just, like, close my eyes, stick my fingers in my ears. I don't really have to do that because I wear hearing aids. So, just trying to <laughs> You just take your hearing aids out and then everyone's I'm like, Marianne, can you I'm please put them back in? <laughs> I'll put them back in when you take that percentage down. You just take your hearing aids out, you take your glasses off, and you're like, that's it, I'm fine, I'm golden. <laughs> no one can touch me. So Shana's evicted. She's carted to the uh, auditorium. And then she gets out of the golf buggy and Gretel holds her hand and walks her into the studio. I want Gretel to hold my hand and walk me places. (laughs) On the couch, Shana admits that she thought Christina was going to go instead of her. Yeah, which is 
I guess she doesn't know that they didn't show her apologies, but the the actual tantrum yeah. was like so intense. Like it oh was God. more than a day's worth of tantruming. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could think you that you could come back from that. See, I would throw that kind of tantrum in my head. Absolutely. Yeah. She also admits again on the stage that she's attracted to Pete, and then she names one of his friends that she wants. She's I think like, it's his I want brother. That one. His brother. Oh my god. Were you attracted to any of the boys? Yeah, Pete. Are you attracted to Pete? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess if you can't have one, yeah. go for the one that's related to him. Yeah, she's like, is his brother here? I want the brother. Like, fuck. <laughs> so I don't know um, if you made it to the end of the episode where they had another guest singer. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah, at the very end of that. Shana finally makes it up onto the stage and she's dancing with Pete's brother. She got it in the end. <laughs> she got there. That's all that matters. I wrote down the tally and then after I wrote down the tally of percentages of, of who got how many votes, I wrote a devastating own. I would start crying. <laughs> I, would. I would not make it through the rest of the interview. No. Because then as well, they show her all the footage of like the people that she was sure had her back and hadn't nominated her. Yes. And she was wrong because she was sure that Gemma had nominated her. And then... Yes. Yeah, it was like Johnny, Todd, like people that she thought that she was good friends mm-hmm. with. She was shocked that Johnny nominated her. She's like, he's so two-faced. She says that Johnny was the first one to run after her. And she's shocked that he vote- he nominated her because he was the first one to run after her. But actually, it was Gemma that was the first one to run after yeah, her. Yeah, Gemma got up straight away. Blew Gemma up. Johnny came in, like, I don't know, maybe an hour or so. I don't know exactly, but he came in way later. Yeah. Gemma was immediately like, let me check if she's okay. I would die if they showed me a video package of me just being straight up nasty to people because they showed the whole package of her being horrible. I tell you what was bad enough was when we were away for our friend's birthday weekend and I had the headache and you took a selfie in a mirror and I happened to be in the background and I had the most sour look on my face. (laughs) That was bad enough for me. Oh my god, I remember that photo. You looked... I feel like I'm sucking a lot. Like, it's like <laughs> You looked like you were upset that the rest of us were having a good time, but that, obviously that wasn't the case. It wasn't the case at all, but like, that's like, the what look you on my like. face was so sour. Like... <laughs> and then imagine them having video footage of you just being a total cunt to people. Oh, God. So her least favourite person in the house was Todd. Yep. Worst habit was Todd snores. Mm-hmm. Laziest Todd. <laughs> Out next week, Todd. Yeah. She hopes that Ben wins. Yep. That's her prediction, yeah. She also says that she was the funniest person in the house. Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Um, I've written something here, but I can't, I can't read the end of it. Should you be keen on any more 20-year-olds? I think they love... Oh, yes, I have this. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gretel, because they they give her the prizes and they give her a PlayStation 2. And yeah, Gretel's like, Can I just tell you if you're keen? (laughs) 
<laughs> she keen, keen on, on any more twenty year olds. I think they love PlayStation Two. <laughs> <laughs> then they do the live performance at the end. Oh yeah. Do you know who the artist was? Because I recognized the song, I think, but I could not tell you anything about it. No, I didn't recognize it. And it's not good. No, <laughs> it's it was really pretty not bad. Good. And it just, it was so long. Yeah. I was like 15 seconding through it on the iPad, on the YouTube mm-hmm. app. And it just, <laughs> yeah, like, I did that too. Going. <laughs> yeah. I, I just wanted to conf- get to the end to confirm if um, Shana got up there to dance. And uh, yep, she was up there with Pete's brother. Yep, her sister and Pete's brother were having a great old time up there, dancing to the horrible, horrible music. No offense uh, <laughs> to the artist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the eviction episode. Yep. Goodbye, Shana. My Shana, can't say that I will miss you. Is it? Sorry. Which is such a shame because I did have high hopes for her in the first. Yeah, week. I, at the start we did say we we hoped for good things but it was not meant to be just that internalized misogyny is um mm-hmm. getting the better of her i think because her whole thing was that she was sure that she was like a, a woman that other women could relate to which i found so yeah. funny because she's also a thin blonde white woman yeah and she's saying the reason that people weren't like Gemma is because she's a thin blonde blonde white white woman woman. yeah it's like well she's a little bit thinner than you but you are also like you have a flat stomach Mm -hmm. Uh, I just found that very funny very telling of uh women in 2001 oh yeah oh yeah it was it was yeah it was tough for us growing up in 2001 being a so that kid was not easy. <laughs> Tell you that. On to the Daily Show. So it's the lead up to the eviction. It's the morning of the eviction. Someone has left the chicken coop open, and the chickens are all over the yard. And I don't want to put blame on any particular person because we don't know what happened because we didn't see it. But I will say that uh, the last person I saw in the chicken coop was Shana. Oh when yeah, she was, she was yeah sulking in there. And it would be uh, kind of classic to, 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 on your last day, let all the chickens out. Yeah, I'm not fucking closing this door, gate, whatever. <laughs> so Pete, Chrissy and Blair are running after the chickens, trying to get them all. And Blair has faced his fear through... Well, actually, um, yeah, he's faced his fear, yeah. Through, Im- Im- what is it, immersion therapy, what is it? exposure therapy, that's the exposure one. Exposure therapy, yeah. Yeah, so he's not scared of the chickens anymore. It was actually... So funny because it's um Christina and Peter initially trying to like pick them up, and Peter pretends to kick one of them, like to shoo it away, actually makes mm-hmm. contact with the chicken. Then Blair storms over. Did you see his face? Yeah, he was furious. Yeah, Blair storms over and just like picks the chicken up, puts it into the coop, and like he's like he's so cranky. He's like how many more? And he's, like, counting the chickens, like, making sure that they're all in the coop. Like, yeah. It was it was funny, but it was also, like, yeah, fair. You, you <laughs> just kicked one of the chickens. So he started off being so scared of them, and now he's their protector. It's himbo energy. It is. It is yeah. himbo energy, actually. It is himbo energy. Pete and Sarah Marie are having a conversation, and Pete says 
that Shana says that she's 90% sure she's not going to get voted out and Sarah Marie goes, she's a fucking idiot. (laughs) It's true though. Where the hell did she get that number from? How would you even know? How could you possibly know? I don't know. She's like me in the first episode when I was trying to talk about how many people were there and I'm like, there's like 50 people and you're like, there's a bit more than 50. I'm like, I don't know numbers. I'm just saying a number number out of, yeah. (laughs) And then Ben says something like, um, I don't think she could have possibly given herself a worse percentage. (laughs) Um, Is that the conversation where they're saying, they're talking about if... um, one more of the women goes that it's like going to be a bit testosterone-y. Oh, I think yeah, so. they're saying, yeah, they're saying, they're, oh no, I think this is all of them are talking about how if another woman goes, it'll be a bit testosterone-y. And then they all start making jokes about how Johnny would love that if it's all Ugh. guys. I'm so sick of the Johnny gay jokes. Yeah. It's like I they've know. all got one joke. Yeah. Uh, and it's that one of us is gay. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always as soon as it's just like a bunch of the men, they're like, oh, Johnny is going to like that. Like, really? Mm. You are thinking a lot of yourself. Like, he won, yeah. he won like a competition, like a, like one of those like Mis- Mr. Gay modeling Mr. Gay Sydney or something. Yeah. It's like, I think he's doing okay for himself. He's not going to like. <laughs> yeah, I think he can do, a, he can aim a little bit higher than Blair with his <laughs> etnies and his zip off cargo pants. Yeah. <laughs> Shana says that she has a had a dream that she was evicted and that she was enormous, just really, really fat. Yeah. Uh, again, really telling of uh, what how she thinks about herself. Yeah. And women. Yeah. Not, not great. Yeah. It's like I was thinking about making a TikTok where it's like. I would feel comfortable. You know, there's like, I would feel comfortable in a bikini around these people. Yes. Definitely not Shana. Uh, Not Gordon. I would say... Ben, I would. Yeah, Ben. um, Sarah Marie, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. Gemma, I would actually. Yeah, I would also. Todd, no. Todd, no. Blair, no. Christina, yes. Yes. I love that we're making uh, TikToks, which is a fairly new medium of... A reality show that's 20 years old. (laughs) It's like, yes, we're doing trending sounds and trending topics. (laughs) The subject matter is to shoehorn our niche interest into this, like, very modern, like. (laughs) The subject matter is old enough to drink in America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Gemma is doing Shana's makeup and she says that her family sent out mass emails through the health department, the police department and stuff like that to keep her in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was saying that she has like a, she has like a sort of a fail safe backup because mm-hmm. her family have all got like, yeah, the email list to like, just to be spamming emails yeah. um, through government agencies. Yes. And first of all, I didn't know that that was allowed in general. Secondly, uh, why did they air that? Yeah, I feel like they probably shouldn't have aired that. But um, you yeah. remember um, in like the 2013 season, I think it was, with Tahan, where her mm-hmm. boyfriend was the like... Um, oh, the racing the race car. car. Yeah, the race car yeah. guy. And he kept tweeting like, 
um, oh, this is Justin Bieber's number. He's answering calls if you yeah. if you call in the next half an hour. And it was her vote line. Yeah. It's pretty dodge. And she still didn't win, so, man. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then it is the eviction. Shana, it's time to go. And as she's leaving, they close the door behind her and then usually housemates call things out like we'll miss you we'll love you we love you oh my god have fun um but then they're all just yelling kick the footy over (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine being evicted and the only thing people yell out is can we have our ball back yeah i know i I, is she just really there wasn't much of a um like a void when she left like no one was really no. like oh i've lost my best friend Sad. whereas like andy gordon and sarah marie did miss her yeah they did because she was the fun one that had fun with them and then yeah they mm. i think it was lisa that said she would have had more of a chance if she wasn't being a dickhead yeah i mean that's true very true it kind of felt, the tantrum felt a little bit self-destructive as well because then she could go, well, if I hadn't have acted like that, then I would have still been in the house. That is true, actually. Yeah, it's there is like a, a measure of self-preservation and that you can also be like, well, I've learned from that. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen myself like that before. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I say that and I absolutely have seen myself act as like, as terribly. <laughs> <laughs> So they go into the house afterwards and they've all got the water pistols and they're like shooting each other with them. And Christina looks so cute. So cute. We both took oh the same god. screenshot while we were watching. I, oh my god. I'm blushing right now. She just looks so adorable. She like with the beautiful. Water pistol, just, oh she god. was like, oh god. Oh, just like glowing. Like just oh. a radiant smile. Yeah. Stunning. And Johnny is like, who didn't see that one coming when uh, Shana was evicted? Yeah. And then they say that they're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, they're not allowed to talk about it, like, at all, which is weird, weird to me. Because they're allowed to talk about literally everything else in this season. Oh, do you have notes about um, Christina and Johnny in the diary room? I sure do. Johnny and Christina go to the diary room to talk about their feelings. And Johnny says that uh, in front of Christina, because they're together... Johnny says that he likes Christina and get gets on with her and he's really glad that she's here. Uh, but if you remember, he voted for her. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves and Christina is like straight away like, you think mm-hmm. like you think I don't know that he voted for me? Like, she's yep. like, that is pretty sharp. Oh, she is very perceptive. Yeah. Because he's there being like, Oh, darling. Oh, lovely. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, my God. I love Christina. And she's there going, hmm, thanks, Johnny. Mm-hmm, thank you. And then he leaves. And Yeah, I read something really interesting about Johnny. And I'm not going to... I'm going to bring it up now to frustrate you. But I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> no. No, I can't tell you what it actually is because it's an experiment. Because now I've, I've read it. And so I... And like the mm-hmm. control subject or whatever. Like I know what it's going to possibly happen. I'm going to see if you notice it without knowing what the thing actually is. So I hate this. I knew you would hate it as soon as I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> but it is important for me to carry it out this way. 
Also, Christina looked just to distract you back. Christina looked beautiful in the diary room chair. Oh my god, she really did. She's like, oh my god, she's so pretty. <laughs> um, when I think it was around this time that like Ben asked if he could play with Gemma's hair, and he was just like yes. so fascinated by it. Which I am a little bit too actually because it's a real like wavy curl. Interesting wave. Pattern. It looks like like it looks um like a crimper for sure but it's it's her natural pattern because she doesn't do anything to it like she can't have this hair curling iron or anything she doesn't uh sleep with it like in um braids or anything it's it looks like hair that should be curly but it isn't uh she doesn't use the right shampoo almost yeah that's true like if she used a proper shampoo that should have i reckon the curls would bounce up yeah they all gather in the lounge room and Gemma brings out a box of goon that she had hidden. And then Ben says, did you hate Shana so much? You didn't want to share it with her. <laughs> Which again, Ben is actually quite funny, but apparently no, like they did share it with Shana the night before and things like that. But I thought it was very funny that Ben said that. It's pretty good. Um... I want to talk to you about the massage situation that yes, happens in this episode. I'm looking at that, my note on that right now. Did they, so is it, is it a chest of drawers or is yes, it, yeah. Yeah, it's a so chest it's a, of drawers. A chest of drawers that they put pillows on the top of so they've made like this makeshift massage table and they seem yep. to just be taking shifts like as the masseur. <laughs> It's so weird. <laughs> They've moved the dresser from against the wall into the middle of the room. And then at this point, Johnny is lying on it with his legs hanging off. And it's a really short dresser. So on everyone, it's like head to just above the knees. And their legs are just hanging off the end of it. It's a very comfortable position. Oh, it looks so bizarre as well. Todd is massaging Johnny. And at that same moment, Gordon and Todd are just talking shit about Lisa and Shana. Yeah. Yeah, because Gordon is really, like, hung up on Shana's behaviour, like, in comparison to his. And he's saying, like, she's too old to be acting like that. Like, she should have learnt those lessons already. Yes. How to control herself. And then, like, Johnny is like, well if she's never been in this sort of situation, how does she even know that she would like Mm -hmm. react that way? Like if you're talking about having learning experiences, you have to let her learn from the experience instead of just being like, you know, she's a bitch. And he also says that he doesn't think that there should be set ages for when you should start, you know, when you should know things. Everyone experiences things and learns things at different ages and there is no set number that you have to be this mature by. Yeah. Which I think was quite fair. Yeah, and Gordon's saying, he says, like, that she obviously has, like, glaring major issues that she's never worked on. But it's like, so Mm. do you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, at this point, I noticed that Todd's hair looks curly. It looks like it should hold dreads but it doesn't like it looks like it should have held the dreads better than they did Mm -hmm. like 
I, I'm wondering if we were wrong about him uh, being white. Maybe there's something in there. So mm-hmm. maybe like they're not white guy dreads, but they're definitely not black guy dreads. Yeah. Or maybe if he'd like taken better care of them to like actually form them instead of just like yeah they were like they were like in the style of musty white guy dreads exactly so they yeah. were white but his guy dreads hair even texture if he's not does look more it doesn't look like straight a, yeah yeah because when he has it short like cut it's you first of all you can tell that he let the dreads grow out because his hair is quite long uh, once they've been cut out. But it's almost Afro-esque. Yeah. The way that it's sitting. So clearly his curl even pattern after he, is... Yeah, even after he washes it, it doesn't go... Yeah. Yeah. So clearly his curl pattern is uh, curlier and tighter than we first realised. So I just wanted to make a point there to say, if we're wrong, we're wrong. Yes. And we will admit that. Yeah. So Todd, if you are listening and you want to DM us just about this, I don't want to hear about anything else. <laughs> don't just, tell us about your drumming. Don't yeah. want to hear it. I don't want to hear any defenses or anything else, but I will accept uh, your twenty-three some and me results. On the, yeah. <laughs> no. It's also revealed that before she left, Shana blocked the toilet accidentally. Yeah. And she blocked it with the... So what they said happened was she was spraying the air freshener. She drops the lid into the toilet. Then instead of fishing it out, she flushes the toilet. Yeah. She just flushes the lid. I, uh, I, I, I can't defend her on that one. I can't. Yeah. And then, of course, um... Uh, school captain Ben is the one that's mm-hmm. in the diary room receiving the uh, instructions from Big Brother. Yep. He's the one that's um, called to be told that they're not allowed to use the toilet. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, what if people really need to go? And Big Brother's just like, well, the toilet is blocked. It's like, okay, well, I, th- I think you could probably come up with a solution. Like, yeah. it's just you, can tell- you can't use the toilet all night. Yeah, you can tell the kind of scrambling on this one because, like... Yeah. Um, our favorite big brother would have absolutely nailed this easily, uh, but he comes later on yeah. in the series. Um, but yeah, Ben is like, what if someone's busting? And then the big brother pauses and then he goes, well, it's a blockage. So I'll let you use your imagination. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Um, actually it feels like it would be illegal to keep me in here, trapped in here with no toilet. Like ten yeah, of us. I think what Ben was expecting was them to say, "We're getting a portaloo airdropped into the backyard. You can use that or something." Yeah, yeah. like an actual yeah. solution. Yeah, you can actually hear like sort of the panic, the scrambling, like in Big Brother's voice when he's just like, "Well, yeah. it's blocked. What do you want us to do about it?" Also, when Big Brother does the announcement initially about the toilet, I thought it was just one of the guys joking. Because the the voice is just so not, like, authoritative. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Because they lock them in one of the bedrooms so that the plumbers could come in and have a look. And the plumbers were like, it's fucked. He's got a plunger there. It's like, what's the plunger going to do for a literal <laughs> air freshener cap? <laughs> <laughs> so they've got to rip the toilet up, clearly. I think everyone saw that solution coming. <laughs> um while they're all locked in the room, Johnny is reading Lord of the Flies. 
<laughs> yes, Johnny has taken over uh, Ben's job of reading Lord of the Flies. And I have to say, I want Ben back because Johnny's reading it with absolutely no uh, passion. There's mm-hmm. no passion there. Mm-hmm. Ben, like, really gets the story. Like, he's just... Yeah, he, he puts himself there. Yeah. Probably because he's closer <laughs> in age to the schoolboys than Johnny is. But um, Ben's probably... He's busy. Like, he has to put his school ha- captain hat on, like, that night to try and figure out when yep. people are going to be able to... Yeah, he's... To pee. Um, he's got he has other things, things on his it, Yeah, he's got other things yeah. on his mind. Um, Johnny had to step in. So it was funny, on our TikTok, someone left a comment on the, we uploaded the clip of Rove talking about how he would eat the other housemates, and someone left a comment saying that clearly he was taking Ben's reading of Lord of the Flies, like he was really listening to Ben's (laughs) reading of Lord of the Flies. (laughs) That made me laugh so hard. Uh, I I love, but I also hate when people like have, like, that is so funny, why didn't we say that? That is so funny. Yeah. That's what I said to you. I was like, damn, I fucking wish that we had thought of that because that is so funny. (laughs) Then we move on to day 23 and nominations. The episode starts with Peter showering with his clothes on to wash them. He puts on an outfit, washes it with the body wash, takes it off and leaves it in a pile and then puts another outfit on and does the same thing. I don't understand why he has to put it on his body to wash it. (gasps) <gasps> what is happening? It's like he's on Project Runway and he's using his body as a dress form, <laughs> but to wash his clothes. There's there's no reason for him to have them on his body to wash them. <laughs> you know what? It's, it reminds me of when the dishes aren't clean and I need to I need a dish and something like cutlery and stuff and I will use like a skewer as as a spoon and then like cover a plate that I can't be bothered with. I'll cover like a cardboard box with like foil and be like, okay, this is my plate. Like it's like that. It's like Even you're making then, things that sort so of much serves, harder. That sort of serves a purpose. Whereas putting mm-hmm. putting your clothes on your body to wash them when you're already in just like rinse the, like I don't I don't understand it the thought process. It's worse. It's worse than just washing them in the sink in the backyard. It's like he thinks he's making it so much easier for himself, but he's not because the voiceover says, like Mike Goldman says, he's been in there for like 45 minutes just washing his clothes. Yeah, because he's putting them on his body. He's taking them off his body. During the hot water time. Yeah. Which is just fucking weird. I just, that, (laughs) why? They have a new task. Mm -hmm. The task is a dance marathon. Just it's interesting timing for us to be watching this episode because in the current season that I'm also watching, they did this exact um, premise like challenge where the oh, song starts they? playing. Oh, except it was like um, housewide. They all had to dance. It wasn't just so this okay. challenge. They have their individual songs that mm-hmm. they have to remember, and then they've got the forty five seconds to get to the gazebo and dance, and they have to have a partner. Yes, and they have to keep body contact with that partner at all times. The boys are gathering the supplies from the storeroom and there's a disco ball and a speaker and all that kind of stuff. And the boys are loving that disco ball so oh, hard. As soon as it hits the sun, as soon as it hits the sun, they're all like, oh my God. Todd's actually carrying something for once. Yes. 
I noticed that as well. He's he's contributing. He's pulling his weight. He's holding the disco ball. I did notice that it was the most fun thing to carry, the disco ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, Blair's like, oh, is that a smoke machine? Oh, no, nah, it's not a smoke machine. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Fuck. Can't be that lucky to have a disco ball and a smoke machine. I know. It's a bit it's a bit of a shame, though, because a lot of their dancing takes part at, part at night. So... The disco ball's not really catching a lot of sun, but... They all have to choose their song in an envelope. It's, like, lucky dip. Todd picks his song, and straight away, Ben knows what it is. He's like a human Shazam. He just knows all the songs. I was Shazamming the songs, by the Were way. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ben. I was just... I was interested, but I didn't get all of them. Todd hates his fucking song. He hates it. His song is um, Broken Bones. I mm-hmm. love ink. Yes, I don't. I didn't know. I it. didn't recognize I it. In. So it's interesting because some of them are like I, I, I knew it. Definitely, like definitely knew it, or I just didn't mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, there's nothing that was like. Oh, that sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, Ben's song is the best, and I mentioned in the last uncut episode that I love Five, and his his song was fucking. Oh, yes. Slam dunk. Yeah. Da funk. I was really happy. His intro is so good, though. Yeah. The group song is Daddy Cool. That's fun. I like that. Do you have everyone else's songs down? Um, Just the ones that I could get, because uh, they don't all show. There's a couple of episodes that were missing because of copyright, but so I think maybe yeah. the song's in them. The group song was Daddy Cool. Uh, Sarah Marie's is Sing Hallelujah by, uh, you know what, my, uh, handwriting is, uh, <laughs> not doing me any favours. Yeah, my handwriting's shocking as well. Um, Gemma's is Kiss You All Over by No Mercy, which sucked for Gemma this week, I gotta say. <gasps> oh my god. Uh, Pete's was Where Do You Go. Um, Where Do You Go? That's right. Uh, And Johnny's was Lucky Star by Custard. Mm. I didn't recognise that one. I did note down that if you were in the house when this task was taking place, there's no way that the house would pass the task because you would not wake up for your song. They like to play it when the housemates are napping and there is not a chance in hell that Marianne, you would wake up. It could not break through. It could not break through. (laughs) No, you have like 12 alarms run directly through your ear holes and you you're not <laughs> not happening you'll just go back to sleep like i ask if i ask you to wake me up do mm-hmm. not agree to it because i no. i don't wake up properly and i am vicious like yeah you're very angry yeah it's horrible it's horrible yes we mentioned that weekend away that we had for our friend's birthday you, yeah oh you my cannot god be woken. that weekend away <laughs> Just, just briefly, we won't get into the full story. There was some sort of emergency. I was already asleep mm-hmm. in the um, Airbnb, yeah. and I'd also taken a Valium. So good luck to Jace and our other friend who <laughs> had to try and wake me up. Um, yeah. They managed yeah. it eventually. But, and I slept through the chaos of, yes. like, the initial panic and, like, packing things up and stuff. I slept through all of that. We, to put it very, very uh, quickly... It's an incident that we call Piss Roof because there was a an emergency evacuation from our Airbnb. We're in an apartment building and the pipes above our apartment burst and we had piss uh, 
It was like raw dripping. sewage leaking into. It yeah. was disgusting for through several light holes throughout the whole uh, apartment. And me and uh, our other friend Kay was were running around gathering everyone's shit, trying to get everything out. Yeah, and it was only Jace, Kay, and me in the apartment. Yes, I was asleep. Fortunately, not under a piss fixture. No, that was the one room, like literally the only room in the whole apartment that didn't have piss coming from the light fixtures. And Kay said to me, actually, I don't know if you know this, Marianne, Kay said to me, we should wake Marianne up. And I said, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> I didn't know that. I said, no, 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 no. No, we're not waking that was Marianne the right up call. until that was everything's the right call. out. <laughs> I was like, we're getting everything out. And then <laughs> I was surly enough when I finally was woken up. Yeah, because I had to go in at the end and I had to be like, Marianne, we have to go. I am so sorry. We have to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I also put down that I would love to be a producer pressing the button for this task. Oh, just, my God. Because there's one point where Johnny's meditating and then they play his song and then he goes out and he comes back and he starts meditating Why again. Why would you and then they try play and continue to meditate? It's been broken once. Like, just get over it. Yeah, there's no way that you're going to have the time. You have to meditate between two and nine when they uh, yeah, so they like, legally have to let you sleep. Yeah, they give you a break between 2 a.m. and 9 a.m., which is why I thought it was weird that Gordon decides to sleep under the gazebo. Yeah, for some reason he was like, I'm going to sleep here to make it fucking easier to get up and dance. But if it's between two and nine, you can just go to bed. Yeah. I think he just wanted to be special and difficult and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Well, he was also wearing his red sunglasses at night. Yeah. Jesus. But how fun would it be to be able to just press the button? Just find out when someone's in a really inconvenient position and just press it. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. They, um, like I said, they were doing this um, this uh, sort of challenge um, in the current season. And, but they had, mm-hmm. um, instead of the individuals getting their own song, they had different dance floors around the house that they had to all get to in time. Oh. There was a dance floor in the living room. There was a dance floor, like, in um, the bedroom. There was a dance floor. The pool counted as a dance floor. And okay. this season of Big Brother is so, like, actually sadistic. Like, it feels like they're going from a torture handbook. They... Mm didn't have the middle of the night rule so it's the middle of the night they're all sleeping in the living area so they're closer to the living area dance floor and then it's mm-hmm. like two in the morning big brother says get to the pool they so they all have to jump in the pool in their clothes oh then my god they get out they're like soaked they go back inside and just as they've dried off they hit the pool button again <sighs> and yeah, i that's... think it was one of the housemates was, like, tweeting and saying it got to the point where they literally didn't have any dry clothes. Oh, my God. Because... <laughs> See, I feel, like, I feel like there would be a point where it's just not fun to watch anymore. After the first time, it wasn't fun to watch because it was freezing. Like, they, they looked cold. The, mm. first, the first time, it's funny. But then to wait and then get them again, that's already not funny. And then to get them... A, it's funny like, when Johnny's meditating to do It's it. funny when Johnny's meditating because that's... It's not even the middle of the night, but, like, it's... No. Uh, it's... To get in the pool... Like, it was freezing cold, like, in their clothes. And then they're, like, half naked jumping in the pool because they hadn't gotten completely dressed yet. And just, like, to go on and on and on like that all night. Like... Mm. I don't like that. No. Nah. that's not fun It's not me. fun to watch. It was funny to watch Johnny keep going back to meditate. Because, like, yeah, that's a choice that he is making. <laughs> like, 
Now we reach nominations. Before we get into who nominated who, I want to ask who you would nominate for two points and one point and why. Okay. Um, this week is tough. Uh, because I did, I have softened this week on my old standby of Todd. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> for two points this week, um, I, I still have to say Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. Because of his behaviour on the dance floor towards Gemma. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hair still gets worse this week somehow. Um, <laughs> for one point, I'm going to give Todd a break this week. Oy. And I'm going to nominate Peter for mm. dickish behaviour. Very interesting. I, I didn't think I would see the day where I would cut Todd some slack. But here we are. You know what's interesting is I also have given Todd a break this week with the noms. Very interesting. For two points, I nominate Pete. Yep. <laughs> because he's a fuckhead. Yep. Um, I just think he's stringing Christina along being horrible. I think she's an angel who has done nothing wrong ever in her life and doesn't mm-hmm. deserve to be spoken about behind her back the way that someone who's supposed to care for her is talking Absolutely. about her behind her back. And then for one point, I'm giving to Johnny because I don't like uh, how he is acting with, uh, again, Christina. I don't like that it's he's... It's a bit slimy like, because he was the one that said he was nominating her because she was playing... He said initially she's playing all the boys off against each other. Yes. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. So he's he nominated her for being sneaky and manipulative, and he's also doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. that's where my votes are going this week. Interesting. Now we can get into who nominated who in the house. Yeah. I actually wrote it all down this week because usually you just do that and I have yeah. to rely on you. Um, but I wanted to keep track of probably mainly who Johnny is mm-hmm. is nominating. Yeah. Um, and if anyone's nominating Johnny. So Johnny nominated Gordon for two points because he's quite negative mm-hmm. and Todd for one point because he just doesn't get along with him. Oh, well, that's interesting when you were getting a massage from Todd. Mm, got along with him quite well when yeah. you were lying on top of that don't dresser have, with his Don't have any is- issues when Todd has the massage oil out. <laughs> No, but Sarah Marie has an issue when when he has a massage oil out. Um, Chrissy nominated Lisa for two points because she thinks Lisa's going to vote for her, which, okay. And Gemma for one point for the same reason. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, Mm. I would have thought maybe she would go for Johnny, like, especially since she was feeling that from him so i think it just goes to show the way these women are sort of pitting themselves against and obviously the men are really encouraging it and that there's a real divide between especially between christina and the rest of the girls yeah like when they're all sunbathing stuff they all sunbathing including stowery but christina is rarely out there yeah she's never out there yeah She's always hanging with the boys. And she did at one point say, do you think it's a problem that I'm always hanging out with the boys? And 
It's not. It's, it's not. Just... I think it's their problem if they're going to be, like, talking shit behind your back. Yeah. Absolutely. School Captain Ben gave Gordon two points because he has said some knee-jerk comments that hurt other people. And he specifically said, I am not offended by what Gordon says, but I believe other people in the house are offended and I want to make this house a comfortable place for everyone, which is very diplomatic of him to vote on behalf of other people. (laughs) Classic Ben. That is, isn't it? And then one point to Christina because he says that she does work around the house, but she doesn't try to make things fun. Okay. Mm, I don't know if it's her job to make things fun, but whatever. I love, okay, I love when Gemma comes to nominate because she does this every time. For two points, I'm going to nominate Flash, which is Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) She always has to clarify. (laughs) That's Gordon. She said two points for Flash, which is Gordon, because he's cynical as well. Mm -hmm. So that's the second person who said that he's negative, cynical, whatever. And then one point to our lovely Sarah Marie because she finds her hard to live with. And I think that's fair to vote for someone because you just don't gel with her. Yeah. Uh, she didn't say anything nasty about her. Yeah, she does say she thinks, like, outside of the house, she and Sarah Marie would be really good friends. But yeah. living with her is difficult. Which Sarah Marie does go on to say that she does think that about herself and that all of her yeah. friends would say the same thing. Like, they would say, I could never live with you. <laughs> That's a fair nomination, I think. Yeah. Old uh, Black Flag Peter <laughs> coming in to nominate. Two points to Todd because he's boisterous and a little bit more Todd than the other housemates. That's interesting that he would be more Todd than... um. That is so weird. <laughs> and one point for Gordon for being loudmouthed. mouthed <laughs> <laughs> Um... Sarah Marie gives two points to Gemma, and I did not like this reason. I, I I am a fan of Sarah Marie. We both love Sarah Marie, but I really did not like the reason she gave for nominating Gemma, which is she, like, spends too much time looking at herself and putting lip gloss on and preening and looking in the mirror. Yeah. And, I like, there's so many mirrors, as if you wouldn't spend half your time looking at yourself in them. Yeah, she said she wishes that Gemma would get, like, a little bit messy. God. Yeah, and but that's the thing. If you're not a messy person, then that's it. That's you can't pretend to be someone that you're not. Yeah. Gemma just seems like the kind of person who's always put together and likes being put together, and that's fine. Yeah. It seems to just come effortlessly to her as well. Like she's not Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's not a princess. She just is the way she is. And I think she gets uh a bit more slack because she is the 2001 ideal of beauty like she has that very like thin body yeah no butt no hips yeah yeah pretty face blonde curly hair blue eyes yep so it'd be interesting if she to see what people said if she was i don't know yeah then samory gives one point to todd (laughs) because (laughs) because he smells he stinks <laughs> and then she says he makes it worse because he puts the meditation oil on over his sweat over his sweat <laughs> yeah it's like when it's like when people think that putting deodorant and perfume over the top of your bo helps it just makes it a different kind of strong 
smell. Yep. Gordon gives two points to Ben because he's a different character and because he's an Aussie bloke. I only noticed this episode that Gordon is um, a New Zealander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. When he was... I hadn't noticed until I I was... Because I don't think they've actually shown a lot of him talking a lot. But when mm. he was having that conversation with um, Johnny and Todd when they when he was just ragging on Shana, <laughs> and he said, he said, yep, instead of, like... Yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, wait a second. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Have you noticed that Gordon has given Ben two points or at least voted for him every single week? Yes. I think it's two points every week. I didn't write it down, but he's definitely voted for Ben every week because he's different. For pretty much the same he's... reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first two reasons were because he's young. Because he's young and inexperienced. And now it's... Um... And now it's because he's Aussie. <laughs> But he gives one point to Peter. Literally, the only reason is because he's chilled out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's trying to do. I don't know. I think if you said, "Oh, I'm nominating Peter because he's not as interesting. He doesn't keep the house as interesting as I'd like. He's not a very big personality. And if I'm going to be in here, I would rather be with people that make my time more interesting." If he'd said yeah. that, fair enough. Yeah. But he literally just said, "Oh yeah, because he's chilled out." Okay. <laughs> sure. Fine. I'd rather he be a bit more tightly wound. Yeah. <laughs> Blair gives two points to Gordon. Uh, and he says, and one point to Sarah Marie for the same reason. He says that he'd just rather spend time with people that he likes being around, which is fair. Lisa gives two points to Gordon and one point to Peter because they're who she has least in common with. And Todd gives two points to Sarah Marie. I don't know why. Did you write down why? I don't no, know. I don't think why. he gave a reason. I think he he Big Brother asked him, and then he just gave some roundabout like. It, didn't actually mm. it wasn't actually a reason it was just something i didn't write yeah. down what he said but i remember he just like rattled off something about the house in general and mm. then voted for lisa for because one she's a fence sitter yeah so that's the nominations we cross back to the house like everyone's sitting in the lounge room and then big brother announces that it's gordon todd and sarah marie up for eviction yep and then gordon gets up and slams the door <laughs> Yeah, he does it's a shadow impression. Yeah. And then when he slammed the door, the handle fell off. <laughs> then they're left to sit on the couch for ages afterwards. Big Brother has not dismissed them. And then they're just sitting there discussing what the show would be airing at this point. They're talking about how, oh, they'd probably be showing packages of us voting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's the end of that episode. Yeah, they really, um, they answered strong. Oh, yeah. And then... We are going to day 23. Oh, this one starts weird, weird. with uh, Blair, <laughs> Ben and Todd on the couch looking at a Cosmo magazine. Yes. And then doing the classic, I think they're attractive, I think they're not attractive, I think they're attractive, mm-hmm. I think they're not attractive. Which, I mean, we've all yes. done it. But um, Oh, yeah. We do it watching the show. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> But Ben says, Ben turns to a model and is like, she's hot. And then Todd's like, nah, look at her jawline. And then Blair says, yeah, she's sus. Ben's like, nah, she's all right. And and then Todd's like, I know women, 27 years of intense studies of what I like. Jesus Christ. So gross. 
So essentially what they were saying is she's not hot. She looks like a man. I think she's trans. And it's like, okay, but what the fuck? First of all, it doesn't matter. Okay, Todd, are you supposed to be... Isn't he supposed to be, like, the open-minded, spiritual, he's the hippie. He's like... He's fucking this and that. And now he's like, yeah, I know women. Okay. I know. Like, a little bit further in the episode, when he's getting um, his hair... Cut again. Completely shaved. Um, oh, no, yeah, he's getting his hair cut again, sorry. But he says that when he had a completely shaved head with a tattoo on it, he said three girls came up to him and asked if he was gay. Yeah. And then Gemma... Yeah doesn't think twice about this and she's just like oh probably because you have a pretty face which no he, he doesn't really by doesn't. the way it's like, he's, very rat like no, i'm not we're not saying that he's ugly it's just no i wouldn't say that he's he ugly doesn't have a pretty delicate face that's not it's absolutely i it's definitely not what i would describe as a pretty beautiful face like it's very i can see where people would be attracted to mm. him but it is very rodent like <laughs> Isn't that like a thing? <laughs> You're like, I can see uh, why people kids would be are these days. To you, but he's ugly. <laughs> but they're wrong because he's like, nah. Um, I will quickly say while we're talking about the haircut, after he gets that haircut from Gemma, he says, I have to wipe myself down. I have to wipe my neck down with anything. And he like gets up and starts hosing the back of his neck. And I just got to say, I'm with you on that one, Todd. I cannot stand the feeling of bits of hair on me. Yeah. So the fact that he was like straight up, he's like, I got to wipe my neck down immediately. I was like, yep. Okay. I'm with you on that. Again, we have to listen to the huffing and puffing while we watch Peter and Gordon jog laps around the, uh, the yard. (laughs) Why? <laughs> they just keep going with it as well. It's like, okay, I get yeah. it. They're running laps. You don't need to show us for, for three minutes that they're jogging laps. But then they have to dance again. And, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> they had to dance again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they get called in to dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a part where Todd, the, Todd and Sarah Marie are on the couches. Yes. Todd is, like, playing cards on his own. And Sarah yeah, Marie playing, says... Like, so Marie says, hey, can I ask you a personal question? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I guess so. And she says, why don't you talk to your mom? And I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Me and mm-hmm. me, Jace and Todd have something in common. <laughs> I, I said that I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, God, no. Now, like, we, we're in the same group as Todd. Oh, he's in the club with us. <laughs> Damn, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And our enemies are our mothers. <laughs> Todd is now our friend. Uh, I thought he was really insightful too about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I was impressed as well. Yeah, because Dara Marie was saying like she doesn't really understand how like mothers when they get new partners or whatever and the partner is not good to your kids. Like how mm-hmm. you could stay with them and I guess it's like because they're lonely. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Todd was like the bottom line is is that if you treat your kids like that, you end up, like, being lonely Lonely. a lot quicker. Yep. Which is correct. Yes, it is. Todd says that he doesn't talk to his mum because some people are bad for you. And I think that's really all that he needed to say. He did go into a little more detail, but I think think that's it. Yeah, I don't even think that was more detail on his own life. I think that was more, like, what Ceremony was saying about 
people that she knew. But he said, oh, no, 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 no you're right. He did go into a little bit more detail. Yeah, um, he went into a little more detail. But all he really needed to say was that some people are bad for you and you don't have to give them the time of day and interact with them just because they're family, essentially, yeah. is what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I've written down can't just like people who stu- suffered similar trauma to me but todd is making sense and looking human <laughs> do you think that's why we both cut him some slack this week in the nomination I, I, oh my god <laughs> he's done it that's he's weaseled his way in we're both like no you know what <clears throat> no you know what yes he did wipe his shoes on someone else's pajamas oh grot no he's still disgusting um, yeah, he's still disgusting, but... Uh, but that um, moment, can... it did really humanise him to me. Yes. Yes, same. Yeah, it really did. And I thought that the way that he spoke about his own relationship with his mother was good, was very mature. And I think that's the first time I've ever seen a serious, mature side to Todd, because everything else he does is just fucking fucked. I mean, he goes on in this week to... Oh yeah. Next year. Oh, God. He goes back. Don't worry, everyone. Don't worry. <laughs> it doesn't last. The feelings that Marianne and I have for Todd right now, <laughs> they are fleeting. <laughs> ben tells them one of my favorite Simpsons bits. With yeah. The... Oh my God. I wrote that down too. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. You just go. like a voice and he's like, "Oh my God, this reminds me of that the Simpsons bit where Moe's reading to the homeless people." <laughs> And he was like, they were no longer little girls. They were little women. But no one else is listening to him. <laughs> He's like following people around, telling them the quote. I wrote down Ben's quoting the Simpsons like he's Marianne. <laughs> guys, 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 this is just like that bit of the Simpsons. <laughs> oh. Um... Sarah Marie and Gordon are talking about how they love the fact that the eviction, like the nominations are up to the housemates, but the eviction is up to the audience. And I just wrote, yeah, us too. Because <laughs> in the new season, that's not how it goes. And I miss it so much. I feel like what's the point if we're not allowed to, like if the public's not allowed to have a vote? Yeah. Um, there is a cute moment towards the end of this episode where Gordon and Sarah Maria like hang around outside. But Gordon has jumped just jumped into the pool and then his song plays or Sarah Maria's song plays. One of their song plays and they're both the closest. But he's just jumped Gordon's. into the pool and she was half like she was getting dressed. She was yeah. changing yeah. So she's like half dressed, trying to get dressed and he's like drenched from the pool and they'll both dancing around together. But it was actually it was pretty cute. It was really cute. And what I find very annoying... Okay, just when I was warming up to Todd, he's like, Sarah Marine's going to fuck the task up again. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, she's the one... Every time there's a song playing, she's always running to try and make sure that there's two people up there dancing. Yeah, I don't know why they're locked on to Sarah Marie ruining this task because, he, yeah, he was saying the reason that she would um, fuck the task up for them was that she wouldn't be moving her feet around. She'd just be laughing. But it's like, yeah. have you ever danced with someone laughing? You can... Who stands still, like, just to laugh? Like, it's just such a weird... Yeah. I don't know. Todd just doesn't like Sarah Marie. I no, think. he really doesn't. But, yeah, she's the one who's always partnering up with people. So, oh, that annoyed me a bit. Johnny and Todd 
dance together at one point because Johnny's song comes on and they're dressed exactly the same. And now that Todd has his head shaved, they look the same. <laughs> like they're both wearing a black singlet and jeans and have a shaved head. Yeah, they both wear those um like boot cut flared jeans a lot. They're my least favorite cut of jeans on anyone, I think. I don't mind them, actually. I don't like them. Whoa. Whoa. What the fuck? Someone's just asserting their masculinity in my street. Uh, Was it Blair? (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, heard the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He, like, zooms past her house and he's like, no homo! (laughs) Um, They announce the nominations, Gordon, Todd, Sarah Marie, and Todd's at the sink and Johnny's like, do you want, like, do you want to talk about it or whatever? And he's like, oh, I didn't want to ask you if you wanted to talk about how you were feeling about being nominated because I didn't want to, like, you know, I wanted to give you space and stuff like that. And then he kind of uses that as an excuse just to bitch about Sarah Marie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Johnny just starts bitching about Sarah Marie instead of talking to Todd about how he's feeling about being nominated. I would be so hesitant to be talking about someone like that because their back is to the rest of the house. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good. Anyone it's not a good up. place to be bitching because it's the kitchen too, and they're making dinner. So mm-hmm. it's okay because then uh, before they can get too far into that conversation, Johnny's song plays, so <laughs> he has to go and dance. One of the producers was on Sarah Marie's side for once. Yeah, if your song played in the middle of the night, we've already established that you wouldn't wake up for it. <clears throat> you wouldn't wake up for it. I feel like if my song played in the middle of the night, I'm quite a light sleeper. I'd wake up, I'd do my dance, I'd go back to bed, and I just would not be able to get back to sleep. Because once I'm up, I'm up. It doesn't matter how long I've slept for, it doesn't matter yeah. what time it is, I cannot get back to sleep. I'd yeah. be furious. And the 2am to 9am relief, not really enough time to like... No. Day 24, they were up dancing until 2am, and then they're all woken up at 9am, and it is... The saddest display of dancing I have ever seen in my life. Just Because they have shuffling. to do a group dance, group dance on the thing. It's like in Gilmore Girls, the, the dance marathon episode of Gilmore Girls, how at the end there's like two people, two couples left and they're just slowly swaying. Like holding each, so each other up. Yeah. Just really. In particular, Peter, he just looks so sad good yes he should be sad suck shit after that everyone some people go back to bed christina starts doing the dishes sarah marie's song plays so her and christina are dancing and i love chrissy and then gordon comes up to join in Ugh. just ruins all of a my sudden whole... i hear a grating <laughs> <laughs> um Gemma is about to get in the shower and then her song This is incredible. On. This is incredible, by Oh, the way. my God. So to, to sleep, she wears, like, a pair of, like, um, like boy shorts-style underwear mm-hmm. and a matching singlet. Mm-hmm. When she goes to shower, she takes off the the underwear, and there's another smaller pair of... <laughs> <laughs> there's another smaller pair of underwear underneath. Yes. It's, like, past the parcel. She's just... There's another layer under there. <laughs> So she's getting into the shower. She takes off her first pair of underwear. She's still got her second pair of underwear on. And then her song starts playing. So she has to, like, wrap herself up in her dressing yes. gown and, and I run. Think it's important to note that Gemma really doesn't want to be seen naked or a- even anything close to that 
yeah. on screen. So it's like, I think it's a bit nasty that they waited until she just yeah. had her tiny pair of underwear on before they played her song. Yeah. So she's running out there trying to cover up. And then out of nowhere, Gordon's zooming. Like, they don't call him Flash for nothing because he's there quick. <laughs> he is like under that gazebo <laughs> going to dance with Gemma. She's, like, nearly naked, trying to dress herself. Oh, what a hero. Just comes up and... And he... Fucking... And he's like, oh, this is a bit kinky, isn't it? Like, you're... Oh, my God. Oh no, my it's God. not. And she is, like, so not into... Like, she just has the look on her face that she's just trying to get through, like, a traumatizing event. Being forced to dance half-naked with a guy who's obsessed with her who she does not want a part of. Yeah. The poor thing. I feel really bad for her because he's like holding her and like, oh, this is a bit sexy. No, yeah, and not. she's just like trying to get her dressing gown around her completely while moving mm-hmm. around. And she has to hold contact with Gordon the entire time. Todd decides that he's going to officiate a playground wedding. He wants Christina and Peter to have a wedding. Yeah, so it did not take long, uh, everyone, for Todd to get back into the uh, bad books. Yep. He tries to rope Johnny, Ben and Lisa in to plan the wedding with him. And Ben asks if he's going to ask if anyone's going to object. And Johnny says, why are you going to (laughs) object? And Ben's like, yeah, don't know why, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, it'll be, it'll be funny. And I'll think about the exact reason it'll come to me in the moment. Yeah. (laughs) I just know it'll be funny. I just know it'll be funny. Here's a good objection. They don't want to do it. I object. Yeah. They don't want to do it. And also, Todd saying <laughs> Pete will go along with it if they spring it on him because they're going to put Pete in a dress. Yeah. I don't understand his thinking there. Oh, he'll do it because if we put him in a dress... It'll be funny. If we uh, put him in a dress, it'll be... Yeah. It'll be hilarious. It'll be hilarious. Gemma's getting dressed and Lisa's like, Flash will like what you're wearing. Oh, I shouldn't say that. It's terrible. <laughs> I can't help it. Lisa, please. I don't like that. I I feel like maybe Lisa's a little bit insecure with her position in the group. So she's kind of... Mm, yeah. You know. Yeah. She knows that Gemma doesn't like Todd, so it's like a very safe topic to like yeah. rip into instead of like, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, he hangs on to your every word. And Gemma says, I actually find him really frustrating at times. Which, yes, we can tell. Maybe especially when he's trying to dance with you when you're half naked. Yeah. Uh, half the house is sleeping at 6pm and Gordon's like hugging Gemma and he's like oh I need some cuddles she's just standing in the kitchen and he comes up behind her and wraps his arms around her and he's like oh I need some mm-hmm. cuddles I need some cuddles it's like oh yeah. and his reasoning is that he, he says I must miss my girlfriend or something um okay well go think about that someone else I would be so upset if I was his girlfriend and he's using me as an excuse yeah, when he's obviously weaseling his way closer to this woman, like, it's... Yeah, he's... I don't like it at all. For some insane reason, the, they've, as a group, asked if they can do the 40-hour famine. For those who don't know what the 40-hour famine is, it is basically an eating disorder, microdosing an eating disorder for charity, is the way I would put it, is you don't eat 40 hours and you're allowed barley sugar and water. And yeah, really strict rations. It. I am... Holding up, I found this in my uh, old portfolio out of high school. It is a certificate of appreciation 
for the 2003 World Vision 40-Hour Famine. I did this in 2003. How old were you then? In your teens? Early teens? 13? 14? I think I was about 13. Good age? Good age to to be be not eating for 40 hours. (laughs) Tell you what, my mother was thrilled with me. She was so proud. (laughs) And I had barley, sugar and water and... That was like the start of where I realized that I could actually go for a while without eating. Yeah. And 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 that people were proud of me for that. Yeah. So it's very dangerous. Yeah. It was one of those like charity things where I suppose it's a lot of them where it's just like it's about you. What you're doing is actually doing nothing to support the people that need it. No. It's like the the um like CEO sleep out. It's like what are you doing? Yeah. You're not doing anything except for fucking Is it like cosplaying cosplay? Yeah, as... you're cosplaying as <laughs> yeah. people in poverty. Yeah. It's fucked. My certificate says, Certificate of Appreciation presented to my name for your excellent achievement in the 2003 World Vision 40-Hour Famine. Together we are saving lives. Thank you. The biggest thank you comes from the children you are helping. Yeah. I don't think I helped any children. Yeah, did you actually raise money or donate anything or did you just starve yourself for the weekend? I raised a bit of money, but you know what? This was through my school. My school was like, hey, does anyone want to do the 40-hour famine? Ugh. That's fucked. Yeah. That's actually really fucked. (laughs) A bunch of teenagers, no worries. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So they're talking about the wedding, and Sarah Marie is saying that Pete and Christina are not going to like it, and Gemma says that she's mentioned it before to them. Yeah, so... And and they both said no. Yeah. So Sarah Marie, it's like... Gemma, Johnny, and Sarah Marie, maybe someone else, I don't know. If they're there, they're irrelevant. (laughs) And Sarah Marie is voicing concern that Peter is just using Christina at this point. Mm -hmm. Because Sarah Marie asked him what their relationship would be on the outside. And he said nothing to discuss. And then Mm -hmm. Johnny says in Peter's defense, he's just not comfortable discussing it on TV. And then Sarah Marie says... Well, Christina wants to know for her own comfort, and I think that's fair enough. He's mm-hmm. not uh, convincing me enough that things are going to last out of here. You can't get past Sarah Marie. She's too switched yeah, on. Yeah, and then Gemma says, I've been picking up on that too. Sarah Marie says that this whole wedding idea is stupid, and she also says that Christina's mum and dad are old, and if they saw it happen, they'd die. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like, it's so funny because Johnny was in the initial conversation about the wedding and he was like, yeah, it'll be hysterical. Now he's in this conversation and he's saying, oh, yeah, you're right. So he appoints himself as the one that's going to talk to Todd and talk reason to, like, to Todd. Yes. But, um, <sighs> he ends up not really doing that. No. Kind of. He kind of... He tries, but as soon as Todd pushes back, he's like, no, you're right. He seems to be the fence-sitter, actually, of of the group. Absolutely. Gemma's song comes on again, and George- Gordon joins her again. Yeah. He's really trying. He's, like, holding her hand, and ooh, I don't like it. The song comes on, and Gemma's in the bedroom. She starts running out. Then all the guys are sitting in the lounge room. Gordon jumps up immediately. As soon as he yeah. hears the song and starts running out there so that he's the one that's out there with her. It's almost like he he hears Gemma's song and his song the same. He thinks that Gemma's song yeah. is his song. He's so up he gets straight up and, away. Like Every single time he's up immediately. And Gemma never 
gets up for Gordon's it's like, song. It's so, like, Lisa's sitting there being like, ooh, like, he, you know, he's obsessed with you, blah, blah, blah. Why, why don't like you cute. get up and run out, like, when... And save her. Yeah. I would be doing would that be like if that. it was, yeah. If I, if I knew that a man was making someone else uncomfortable in that way and he's, like, uh-huh. jumping up, I would be out there before him. And I'd also Absolutely. be being very rude. <laughs> Like, sorry, this is our dance, actually. See, it's the kind of the same situation as when you're in a club and you can see that a guy is making a girl uncomfortable. You get up, you go between them, and you're like, oh, I'm having this dance, sorry. Like, yeah, I'm here, see ya. Yeah. You do the same thing there. Yeah, oh my god. And the dance is so awkward because he is talking the entire time and she's not really saying oh. anything. She's kind of staring off into the middle distance. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's just like really, like... Just, just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like, he's like, I just realized the pool is a guitar. It's like, okay. And she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I guess. It is during this task, the, I mean, I'm going to call it a task because definitely there's no way the fucking housemates were like, we want to do the 40 hour famine because they're trying to do, to win more money for groceries as if they're going to want to eat less. But, it is during this task that Gemma creates her first off-the-shoulder T-shirt that she becomes famous for. Yes. She wasn't the first person to cut the T-shirt, but she's the most memorable. She cro- She cuts the sleeves off. She cuts the shoulder off, so it's off the shoulder. And then she also cropped it so that she gets the midriff going as well. Yep. I was in choir at this point, mm-hmm. and we had T-shirts for events, uh, Olympics, Paralympics, stuff like that coming up, like things like that, but... We also had t-shirts for other events after the Olympics that we were performing at. And when I tell you, every girl at those rehearsals cut their rehearsal t-shirts like Gemma. That is so funny. So she launched that into the stratosphere. It's funny on a few levels because, yeah, one, obviously copying Gemma. And then two, just like organising a choir of young... Yeah, we were all like 11. Children, and you're like, here's a t-shirt, so you're all equal, you all look the same. And you're just yeah. like, <laughs> hacking into it with we're like, Where's a pair of scissors? I think I, the one that I remember the most was the Rocker Stedford, probably. It was the Rocker Stedford rehearsal t-shirt. All the choir girls wanted to be like the dance girls, and the dance girls were like so good at cutting it because they were like so used to it. So we would get the dance girls to cut our t-shirts for us. Oh, that is funny. Uh, thank you, Gemma. I appreciate that. So Johnny tells Todd that his wedding idea might be taken the wrong way, he says, because Pete and Christina say that their relationship is between each other. And then Todd says, it's so not, though. That's the thing. Yeah. And Todd goes, it's just a joke. And Johnny's like, oh, yeah, okay. We'll go with it. Johnny's like, if you... Yeah, Johnny's like, well, go with it. If you think it's... Yeah, just go with it then. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. No fucking spine No spine, yeah. Todd's only argument back is it's like it's just a joke and Johnny is like Mm. yeah that's fair enough yeah but he this at least prompts Todd to ask Christina about it and she's like no and Todd's like it'll be funny it's just a joke and she's no no Mm -hmm. and honestly thank god his reasoning when Christina was like no I don't want to is I'd do it if I was you well why don't you marry him yeah you marry Peter it's not a real wedding like anyone can marry anyone if it was like, you know how later on Big Brother gives housemates individual tasks and gives them individual prizes. 
if yeah. it was like Big Brother said, Todd, you must get Peter and Christina to agree to marry each other, then I would understand that he was like pushing so hard for it. But there is no payoff for this whatsoever. No. And at this point, he's trying to plan a wedding that is never going to happen and an ad campaign. <laughs> he's a busy boy this week. He is. He's got his event planning pants on. <laughs> and unfortunately, they are his same dirty jeans. <laughs> He hasn't washed his event planning pants between the wedding and the ad campaign. <laughs> yeah, Todd's organised for them. Like, they have a script. They're making these World Vision ads. Mm-hmm. Um, not really sure how, why Big Brother's getting those out because it's supposed to be the same weekend that they're actually doing the 40-hour famine. Yeah, it's not really great advertising for the 40-hour famine. Yeah, because... I don't know. That's, it, that's none of my business. Um. <laughs> Who are we to question Big Brother's motives? The housemates are so bored because they can't eat or they cook. They can't eat. They're talking about how bored they are, but then you find out they're only seven hours in. And they're already planning. They're like, oh, we can eat at 1am. Oh, that's not that far away. Like, 1am 33 hours later. It's like, that is yeah. very far away. <laughs> I can't believe how... They caved uh, so quickly. But I also can't believe how um, none of them had any sort of ha- like ang- um, hunger-related tantrum. Oh, my God. I would have been so angry at everybody. Yeah. I get a little bit hungry, and I'm a fucking bitch. I know. That's why I was so unpleasant as a teen, as I wasn't eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what's fucked up? They give them lollipops to eat because you're allowed to have the barley sugar. I had little barley sugar lollies when I did it. Didn't have lollipops. But lollipops are the most disgusting thing to listen to someone eat. And I have to fucking hear it again. Mm. Take the lollipops away. Yeah, lollipops with the mic. Pretty gross. Do you think the little starving kids in Africa had barley sugar lollipops? No. I know. They're like, we're doing with these little kids. No, you're really not. <laughs> you're not. It's like when they do the... um. The, what is it, the asylum seeker ration thing? Yeah. It's like you've got beans and canned foods and stuff, and oh my god, we're eating just like them. Mm, no, because they kind of have to share that between one family and your one person. <laughs> and also, you can still watch Netflix. Like, yeah, you don't actually have not... to go out and work while you're doing this, you can just lie around. Exactly. It's, I just, this whole thing shook me. The whole the whole forty hour famine thing just is so two thousand and one. Yeah. The housemates are sitting around trying to find out if they've passed the task or not, the dancing task. And then they find out that they have passed and they now have four hundred and twenty nine dollars to spend on groceries, which is what you want to hear when you're not allowed to eat. <laughs> nice. There is like a scene where Todd's sort of giving it one last shot at trying to get this wedding together. And mm. this time it's with Peter, and Peter's saying, if you'd sprung it on me, like, I would have gone along with it, but too late now, you've, yep. you've told me. And then I think he says, why don't you get married? And Todd's like, no, no, I want to be the minister. And then Peter says that he's a minister of the Eucharist, which I'm pretty sure is the, like, when you go to Mass, Catholic Mass, um, and they give you the uh, body and blood of Christ, the, the bread and the wine. Because mm-hmm. obviously the priest, the one priest can't hand out all of that. There's like yeah. other people that are like ordained to members of the parish can come up and they hand out the body and the blood. So he's one of those guys. Wouldn't have picked it. <laughs> That's why he's such a wine expert. <laughs> <laughs> he's out there every Sunday. 
Uh, imagine if you got working at a winery confused with giving out the the fucking blood of Christ. <laughs> is, is that not what a minico- uh, minister of the Eucharist is? Just like handing out wine at any event. <laughs> and I also went to Catholic school. Oh, yeah, it was a boarding school, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a boarding school, and um, Gretel made a crack about it being a Catholic school, so I'm assuming that mm-hmm. it's... A Catholic boarding school. A Catholic school. boarding school. If you have gone through the process of becoming a um, minister of the Eucharist, you've definitely gone to, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a point where Blair, Ben, and, and Todd are talking again, and Blair says, if Gordon goes, are you going to take his bed? And Ben says, I'll have to sterilize the sheets. And then Todd says, no, nah, no, nah, his sheets and, and stuff are not dirty. It's wax. My pillow looks like that. And then Blair says, all right, stinky. And Ben's like, that's why you wash your hair before you go to bed, if you've got wax in it. Yeah. I love that the defense was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not dirty. It's just yeah. dirty from wax. It's like, that's still <laughs> filthy, dude. Like hey 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 in his defense it's not this kind of dirty it's another kind of dirty all right hold on it's because we're not washing my our pillow hair is also dirty in the same cycle. way <laughs> yeah. we're sleeping with filthy hair every night on the same pillow and it's yeah whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hold up before you call someone dirty <laughs> that's as who if... you want to stick up for you when you're being called dirty as if ben would be like oh if it's just wax from his hair on the pillow every single night. <laughs> his hair that he keeps waxed all the time. I'll, uh, I'll put my face on that, no worries. That's Ugh. fine, that's fine. And then they they have Ben getting into the bed and his feet stick out the end because <laughs> Ben gets into his bed, his single bed. <laughs> Poor guy's feet stick right out the end of the sheets. I know. It's, why did Gordon take the double bed? Like It really should have gone to the person who needed it the most. <laughs> Whose feet are sticking out of the end like a cartoon. Like he's like Snow yeah. White sleeping in one of the... <laughs> he needs to like push all the beds together so that he can sleep like lengthways across them. <laughs> you kind of expect Ben to fall asleep and then go... <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> Poor Ben. <laughs> And then after that, they play the ad, and it's not very good. No, <laughs> it's not. Todd's writing leaves a lot to be desired. I know that he gets Gemma. Just oh no, he says that um, Gemma would have gone through forty pots of lip gloss, something like that. Mm. In forty hours. Yeah, they've given speaking uh, roles to only a handful the elite mm-hmm. of the housemates and then the rest of them are behind the couch the diary room chair holding up just one number for the phone number yeah ben is holding up number one though a little bit of a so that's the week hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did a lot of highs and lows in this one i've got whiplash from how quickly i changed opinions on several housemates <laughs> mixed it up a bit with todd this week keep you on your uh, toes Todd had a break and then fucking straight back down the list <laughs> Next week, we will be back with Uncut and Sunday Show. We have the Sunday Show this time. So join us for that. Please. Big Brother will get to you. (laughs) I'll do that again. (laughs) Big Brother will get back to you. Beautiful. Flawless. We're so good at this. (laughs) 